uh, last Christmas, uh, uh, we handed out this here, track record, and uh, we handed out volume two of track record. The reason we call it track record is that we want to invite you to have a, tra- a track record with these songs. And that's uh, a part of worship. One of our sanawats is connect with God. And one of the ways that we can connect with God is to worship. And so what we're doing periodically this year is we're going to pull this CD out. If you did not receive one at Christmas, you can pick one up on, the, on your way out. They'll be available there. Go ahead and pick one up. Seven songs on here. This CD is fantastic. The band has put this together. It's great. And so today we're going to be talking about one of the songs called You Are Here With Me. It was written by... Uh, Marshall Hall, some guy named Marshall Hall, and so, so I wanted to take uh, Marshall, actually the band, you, we'll see you in just a few moments, because I, I just want Marsh, because you all didn't write the song, right, it was just Marsh, so, okay, so, no, it did, did, okay, we love you, say, we love you band, ready, one, two, three, there we go, okay. Yeah, it wasn't really their fault, it was more yours. It was more mine? Yeah, I didn't think you need to ask the whole congregation to say sorry, more just you. Okay. Okay, okay, this, <laughs> that was, this, that was a, he's so the second track here called I Am a Jerk. Can you tell us about that one? How you, where did that come from? No, okay. I was thinking. Yeah, okay, uh, there's a song, uh, You Are Here With Me. Anything you want to tell us about where that song came from? Okay, You Are Here With Me uh, used to be called I Need All Of You. So um, I, I was doing a, a little a record for a little uh, praise and worship uh, record company. And I sent them this song that was called I Need All of You. And they, <laughs> they called me back real quick. I was getting ready to go into the studio and record it. And they said, Marsh, um, what, what part of God do you think he's withholding from you? Is there, <laughs> is there a reason why you're asking God that you need all of him? I said, well, no, it's, it's not really coming from that standpoint. And they said, well, that's kind of what it's saying. So if you'll just go back, you know, home and maybe read your Bible and see if you can't make that line up with <laughs> some, some scripture, that'd be great. So uh, that, uh, that, um, that, uh, that record label actually is, is a big reason of why so some folks say, hey, are we ever going to do such and such a song? Are we going to do such and such a song? And I say, I don't know that that really lines up with, with, uh, with God's truth totally. And I don't want to, uh, I don't want to lead us astray because sometimes we'll end up singing things uh, at church and We'll leave with it, and, and we'll quote it like it's Scripture. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. And, I mean, you know, that's not anywhere, you know, written out as Ephesians anything. But, I mean, if we're going to sing something, it's going to get in our, in our conscience, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna ultimately believe it. And so they were just checking me. Absolutely. Because our, our lyrics become our theology. Yep. So, thanks. Yep. Awesome. You can give me a hand. And, and t- tell the band I'm sorry. Not the church, but I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, um, I love this song, and I'm, and I'm excited to just take a few moments before we celebrate with baptisms just to talk a little bit uh, about this song. Because this concept, You Are Here With Me, it is an incredibly consistent theme throughout the whole shebang story, throughout the overall story of, uh, of human existence. It's a, it's a it's an con- incredibly consistent theme throughout Scripture. God starts at the beginning of Genesis saying that he's walking in the garden with Adam and Eve. 
Later on, as we uh, talked about, actually last year when we talked about the whole shebang, we talked about the story of Joseph later on in the book of Genesis. And that he has some troubled times. He's abandoned by his brothers. He is falsely accused by his boss's wife. He is thrown in prison for something he didn't do. And throughout all of that, the story says, and the Lord was with him. And the Lord continued to be with him. A couple weeks ago, we talked about the story of Joshua. He's the one who had the difficult task of following Moses. And God says to Joshua, be strong and courageous, for the Lord your God will be with you. Uh, Once again, we see this throughout the Old Testament. Jeremiah, we're going to look at that prophet here in a few weeks. At one point he says, is our God a distant God who looks at us from way beyond, like the Bette Midler song, God is watching us from a distance, or is God also into the intimate parts of our lives? You're laughing at my singing? (laughs) Or my Bette Midler impression? Uh, God is, uh, Jeremiah says, is God not also interested in the intimate part of our lives? God is here with us. Then in the climax of the whole shebang story, the coming of Messiah, Jesus himself at the beginning of the book of Matthew, the first book in the New Testament, he quotes from Isaiah hundreds of years earlier and says, you shall give birth to a son and his name shall be Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means God with us. You're going to call him Emmanuel. That's another name for Jesus. It means God with us. He's here with us in the flesh. Matthew then concludes the very last verses in the book of Matthew. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, which is what we're doing this morning, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded to you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I'm with you always. Then after Jesus ascended into heaven, it was his followers who were to continue the revolution of love that he started. And one of his followers wrote a book entitled Hebrews later on in the New Testament. And in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, the writer says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin." Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. He became one of us. He's one of us. He's here with us. The writer of Hebrews uh, concludes in the last chapter, he says, Keep your lives free from the love of money. Be content with what you have because God has said, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. It is an incredibly consistent theme throughout the whole shebang. shebang. He is here with us. A couple weeks ago, I talked about this as one of God's promises, that God does not promise us that we will be happy. He doesn't make that promise. He promises that he will be with us. And at least one of you struggled with that. Because I've been on an email back and forth with someone who has said, you know, I think God wants us to be happy. And so we've gone back and forth, and he's given me a number of scriptures from the King James Version that say, happy is the man that da-da-da-da. Happy is the person who da-da-da. Happy is the one who da-da-da-da. And all of the scriptures that he sent me were from the King James Version. Most other translations do not use the word happy. They use the word blessed. 
There's a, whole, there's a big difference between being blessed and being happy. Jesus at one point says, blessed are those who mourn. There's, there's no happiness in the mourning, but we can be blessed through that process. When we go through tragedy in life, difficult days, weeks, months, years, the expectation is not that we'll just be happy through that because we're followers of Christ, but we can be blessed through that. We can be blessed through the love of friends and family and our church. We can be blessed by the wisdom of the doctors and the, and the medical advances that are going on so that we can be healed through something. We can be blessed by our inner strength and character that we've been developing over the years in order to endure this situation. We can be blessed by the power and the presence of God. That the blessing comes because He is here with us. It reminds me of a card that I received a number of years back. It was a beautiful front with this italic font and this beautiful image, and it said, Pastor, when I lost someone I loved, you were, you were with me. And when I had an accident, I was in the hospital, you were with me. And when I lost my job, you were with me. And when I was lonely and afraid and scared, you were with me. And then you open it up and says, man, you're bad luck. <laughs> A couple of, uh, last week, I talked about Solomon. Solomon is uh, one, of the, one of the characters, studies that we looked at last week. And one of the most beloved things that Solomon wrote was in Proverbs. He wrote uh, most of the Proverbs. And in chapter 3, beginning in verse 5, he says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Which is amazing that the wisest person who's ever walked the planet says, Don't lean on your own understanding. Solomon, the wisest person, he then says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. In all your ways, acknowledge him. So, God's promise is that he is going to be here with us. What he can't make us do is acknowledge his presence. He promises that he's going to be here with us, but he can't force us to acknowledge that. Okay, imagine you walked into a room. You walked into a room, and you saw the following when you walked into the room. Here's a group of people. And does anything strike you as you look at this group? You walk into the room. Does anything strike you at all? Like, what kind of response might you have? Maybe, maybe why are they all looking at me? Uh, does anyone, would anyone have any kind of special response if you walked into a room that looked like this? Anybody? Raise your hand. Any kind of special? Wow, this is unique. Okay. A few people. Just a couple people. Anybody? What? 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 What's that? Okay, the, the guy third from the left is one of the greatest athletes who has ever walked the planet, okay? One of the, he, was, he was ranked number four athlete of the 20th century, okay? This is Wayne Gretzky, and he played, um, what, did he, what did he play? What was his? Hockey, right. I couldn't, I couldn't remember there for a second, but... If you walked into this room and said, oh, wow, they're, they're nicely dressed, and that's a nice jacket, and wow, those are new shoes, and, and you shook hands with a few people, and then you listened to the music and danced, doot, 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 or whatever you did in that room, and then you left, you might not have a particularly special experience unless you recognized who it was who was in that room. If you knew that's one of the greatest athletes who's ever walked the planet, that would have an impact on your experience. 
It doesn't matter that he was there. You have to acknowledge that he was there. You would have to recognize that that's who that person was. And this is what this, is what this song does for us. I want to take a look at uh, the second verse of the song, You Are Here With Me. Lord, when I'm thoughtless and selfish, you are compassion. When this is what I'm experiencing, you are here with me in this way. When my anger would hurt and divide, you are the peace. You are here with me in this way. When my sins overwhelm me, when this is what's happening to me, you are my salvation. When my forgiveness is too much to ask, you are the grace. When I'm experiencing this in life, I have to acknowledge that this is who you are. That when I'm at a place where I'm in such desperate need for relationship, for friends, for someone to marry, someone I want to spend the rest of my life with somebody and have it be a healthy experience for the rest of my life. God, through that, you are here with me. When it is a place of financial difficulty and there's month left over at the end of the money, God, you are here with me. When you are, are making a big mistake and you get caught in that situation, God, you are here with me. When you make a big mistake and you're not yet caught, God, you are here with me. When you are, when you are lonely or scared or fearful, God, you are here with me. It is a matter of acknowledging his presence. Acknowledging that. You don't get the blessing of it unless we acknowledge it. His promise isn't the shaky part. It's our acknowledgement. This week I was walking home from school. I take our kids early in the morning to school. And I take our little dog, Daisy. And, and so then I walk home with, with Daisy after I drop the kids off. It was about 7.30. And just when I was coming up into my driveway, just as I was about to get... Uh, into my garage, two big stray dogs come around the corner, and they are huge dogs. They are not purebred anything. They are not, uh, they're kind of a mix, uh, perhaps a Doberman and a Velociraptor or something. <laughs> they came around the corner. They were beastly animals that, that came around there, and they were followed by two police cars. And when the dogs saw me and, and my little appetizer, uh, <laughs> They, they took a beeline toward us, and I, and I picked up Daisy and, and held her here, and then the, the two cops kind of they drove right up into our driveway, kind of crossed the lawn, and right there, sirens blaring, woo, 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 and the whole thing, they came out, they're spraying these big dogs, and the, and the whole thing, the neighbors, uh, I mean, woke everybody up who, wasn't, who, wasn't, who was still sleeping at that point, the neighbors must have been thinking, what the fuller kids do now? Uh, <laughs> Or, or maybe what did their dad do now? And, and so the whole thing, my wife was terrified inside. The, uh, the dogs get spooked, and they go down the street. The cops get back in the cars, and they go chasing them down. And so I'm sitting there going, oh. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I, was, I was reflecting on that moment that I really wasn't as terrified as I should have been. See, I have a healthy fear of velociraptor stray dogs. I do. I have a healthy fear of that, and, and I know that if it's not my dog, it could be my leg that would be a nice little uh, uh, chew toy there in that moment. I knew what could have happened in that situation, but I wasn't scared because the cop cars were right there. Now, those police cars could not have prevented me from being harmed. 
They couldn't have absolutely guaranteed that that wasn't going to happen. But there was tremendous comfort for me in that moment, knowing that whatever happened, I was going to be taken care of. Whatever was, if something bad was going to happen there, the right thing was going to happen. Either that we're going to get the ambulance or whatever's going to happen. I, I just knew it's going to be all right. Either they're going to help me take care of these dogs, or if I'm going to get chewed on, it, I'm going to get taken care of. They can't guarantee that something bad isn't going to happen to me, but if something does happen, I'm going to be okay. And that makes a world of difference. And this is what this song is saying to us, is that whatever happens, God is here with us. And it takes our acknowledgement of his presence to say, there's no guarantee that I'm going to be without harm, but whatever happens, he is here with us with me, and that makes the world of difference. This morning, 29 people, I think 13 in the first celebration, 16 in the second celebration, are being baptized, and they're saying before all of us, I acknowledge Jesus. I acknowledge his presence. So the promise is that God is here with us. The Bible says that he stands and knocks at the door of our hearts. Throughout our entire lives, he is there, he is present. But it takes us responding to him, letting him in, acknowledging his presence. There is no guarantee that we will be happy every day of our lives. There's no guarantee that we will be without harm. But the promise is that whatever happens, he will be there. Some of the folks who are being baptized this morning, they have recently said yes to Jesus. Recently said I choose to follow Christ the rest of my days. Some have been believers for a while, but they haven't taken this step yet. But what they will all have in common is that this morning they're saying before all of us, I acknowledge Jesus. I recognize his presence in my life. I forget it sometimes, but I know he is here with me, and I want to follow him. I invite you to bow your heads with me. I want to pray with those who are being baptized. God, thank you for this amazing promise that you're here with us. I pray that we would all embrace that, that it would be a, a heart-changing experience for us today. And Father, we pray for those who are being baptized, and uh, you know their stories. You know exactly everything that has brought them to this place. I pray that this will be a mark on their hearts that will remind them in every situation, in every hurt, in every pain, that you are here with them for the rest of their days. Whatever happens, you are here with them, and that makes the world a difference. Father, I pray a blessing. Would you bless those who are being baptized today? In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. We are